Hey, this is Travis T-Bone Turner. We're here at the Tour 12 Podcast. Don't give your guide a knife for a tip. He probably has a knife because he's a guide. <laughs> kind of, here he comes. I mean, that's the kind of stuff. Here he comes. He's coming in hot. Hey, I'm Nick Mont from Bone Collector. You're listening to the Tour 12 Podcast. If you're one of these guys that carried horns around ATA, just leave them at home. Quit being an idiot. <laughs> so B does all of our modeling. He's the look good guy. I'm the Definitely, uh, I don't have a voice for radio. I'm the face for radio. I'm the ugly <laughs> wild here, dude. You guys out there listening, you know, put your kids in front of this podcast. I mean, we're not going to get too crazy. You might want to put them to bed maybe a little bit later on, but <laughs> that's just that's just me talking. But we'll get to arguing over schedules or, or man, you know, something that we where disagree we're gonna on. Eat. Where are we going to eat? Where are we going to eat? But at the end of it, we hunt together because and hang together just because we truly, truly enjoy each other's company. Well, it is, it is our job, and we have a platform, and by all means, we're flying the flag as much as we can. We, we need, we want to preach it to the everybody. It's not for the elite. It's not for the rich. It's, it's enjoyment Making for everybody. Making a living doing something you absolutely love, what we call living your passion, you might actually be closer than you realize. It's actually what this whole podcast is built around, living your passion in three areas, business, leadership, and life. I'm Michael Waddell, and you're listening to the Tour 12 Podcast. Got us some little tunes here, Cody. That was, that was pretty smooth, Heath. You like that? Just boom. Start the podcast off right. This is our buddy, Heath Sanders. Standing waist deep in a muddy pond. Preacher said, son, do you believe in God? I said, yes, sir, and he pushed me down. I knew the minute that I came out of me, mama cried. That's a good tune, isn't it? <laughs> it's good. That I wanted is to, good stuff. I wanted to play that baptism part because play this next one. We'll go all the way through the course. Okay. We're interrupting good music talking. Well, let's quit talking. <laughs> but you know, this is gonna Shut make up. this is gonna make people go listen to his music. Uh, okay. Well, they can't hear it. That's why they're gonna go. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> about to get serious in here. Oh, that's a good song, Cody. We got Aaron and Be The Body over there. They're studying their phones. They're researching this podcast. They are. It's going to be good. You need to fade that music out, though, because I don't know if that's legal for us to play. (laughs) you see that, dude? It's gone. (laughs) He's going to let us play it. B, that's a good song, though. I do like it. Some good lyrics. He writes good lyrics. Yeah, he's killing it. Anyway, uh, I'll tell you, that song's called Proud, and something that makes me proud is it's november it is november we just got back from walking around in the cold weather it's well, technically cold. It's still november. october well technically it is it's october technically 31st. we're coming off the back side of halloween <laughs> i just i just want to make people we're that excited about november well, it's but it's right around the corner <laughs> it's halloween today the majority of people listening to this it's probably november <laughs> when they're listening so it makes me really proud so I like how you tied that song to that. He, I just made that, that up. That was pretty smooth. <laughs> what makes me really proud? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, have to use a lot of um, analogies, and and sometimes you just got to tie things together to make it make sense. Anyway, be the bodies with us. Aaron Keller's back in town. We've been here for some meetings, and we always rope Aaron into a podcast because everybody loves to hear from. The well, dream crusher. Well, we had a review on the podcast from our old buddy Andy, and he requested that we have more Aaron Keller on the podcast. <laughs> and so we're just trying to make our listeners happy. That's right. <laughs> so you're welcome, Andy. <laughs> he actually just called me. Oh, did he? Yeah. You want to tie him in? Because I got a few guys we can tie in this week, too, on the podcast. Yeah. Speaking you you want to uh, call Andy? Which Andy? He might not answer back. We're talking about different Andys. Which Andy? You talking about your Andy? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Andy. Oh, kind of gay. Just, a little gay. <laughs> Not kind of. <laughs> You're Andy. Anyway, I've got an Andy I was going to call. Uh, a buddy of ours just killed a 200-incher in Kansas. Mm. <laughs> it's sweet, too. 
he's a freak deer man it's it's pretty dang cool if you haven't seen our buddy andy stanfield's deer that he killed in kansas recently think about a 15 inch spread deer that scores 200 inches he's, he's got to have some mass and base did we put that on our page yeah, we just sent it out. In the, well, I don't know if it's on your Facebook page. We sent, well, the, we I'm sent sure it out was. an email with it in it. Yeah, it went out on an email blast um, in the blog. He's a he's a big-time BB Square user, too. Yeah, Josh said that he was actually going to write a podcast. Or write a podcast. You oh, can't do that. No, here it is. Ain't it? Have Ain't you seen it? it? Yeah. Yeah, have you seen Zoom in on that dude. He's got he said he's going to write a blog for the website. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a Holy cow. friend of ours. Really cool deer. And a really cool story behind this deer as well. The bases on that thing is just freaking ridiculous. Did you say it was seven inches? 15 inch spread. No, the bases. The bases are just. Well, that's what, I don't know. I haven't asked. Well, you want to, let me call Andy. Let me see if Andy. It looks like he's got beer cans on his head for bases. Yeah. That thing. <laughs> I referenced a beer can because we all know what the shape of that is. I was is, thinking so. Dr. Pepper can or something. But I don't drink cool. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Only the white can goes in my hand. Hey, I'm on. <laughs> That's Jolly. hilarious. I think we always have a beer reference when Aaron's on the it podcast. Always, as well. almost every time he's here. I'm going to see if Andy will answer because I'm assuming. Now, Andy doesn't know he's fixing to be on the podcast if he answers. So let's see what happens here. It's always good. Hello. What's up, buddy? Oh, man, just got my dog back from the vet. Well, I hate to throw you off guard, but you're on the Tour 12 podcast right now. <laughs> Am I really? What's going on, Andy? <laughs> What's up, bud? <laughs> no, we were just sitting here talking, and we were talking about, you know, Sweet November's coming on, but you've already beat us to why we like November. Uh, well, with obviously, you know, I guess, I guess I got lucky this year. It don't happen like that very often. Uh, or ever, for the most part. <laughs> I was, we were just referencing about your deer, and uh, tell us what happened on it. Well, my brother and I, well, I, I got to give my, my brother some credit. He He's a lot closer to, to where we hunt in southeast Kansas than I am. He's, he lives in Bella Vista, so he's only about two and a half hours from there. So he can get up there to where I can't. You know, I'm, I'm still six and a half hours from there. So he goes up early and... You know, he'll he'll put out a lot of cameras. We ran, we lost one farm from last year, but we were running, I think, 10 cameras this year, 10 different places. And, uh, of course, we, you know, we put out corn, kind of see what we got, and uh, BB2 and and all that. And so we, so we go up, uh, I guess, last Saturday, which I think it was the 19th. Right. And pulled cards. We, we got up at 5 o'clock that morning and ran up there real quick, and it was just a full day of work, you know, just, just checking all the cards and refeeding and putting out, you know, BB2. And so that first card pull, you know, we have this deer, and we had him last year too. And my brother got really close last year on him. He got within probably 30, 35 yards and killed him. But anyway, we were just ecstatic this deer came back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And we really didn't know exactly what he was or what he what he scored. I mean, he just had lots of junk on the bases, and we knew he was heavy. You know, just wasn't wasn't real wide. But we were just really thrilled that the deer was back. We didn't know we was going to actually have a chance at him. So we had West Wind. Uh, well, that weekend, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we needed the North Wind. West was the very worst we could have there. And we didn't have any. I mean, we had a few good deer. Uh, I'm, I'm on the side of the road in the gravel parking lot. Here comes this buddy. Here comes the guy. Gonna say it. So I mean, I'm on the phone. I just thought I'd pull over here. I got the bad stuff to throw. This is great material. This is great content, right? Here. <laughs> hey, at least he's uh, got somebody watching out for him. That's right. <laughs> 
I didn't know if he's about to pull a gun on me or what. That's awesome. Matter of fact, I'm going to get out of his driveway and go down the road a little bit. <laughs> hold on, you're in somebody's driveway? No, you trying to hold service? Well, it, it was just a little old pullover, and there's a there's an old white barn. I guess somebody lives in there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm I'm completely lost where I was at, but I think that Thursday, we had a north wind come in there, Thursday morning. Of course, I slipped in there real early. And so, I see this doe, well, I heard her first, she bleated. And it was about five minutes later, and she ran off, I could just see her running through the woods, and I knew she was, you know, acting funny, I I just figured it it was a buck with her. And on our camera pictures, uh, that this buck was always with mature doe. So anyway, so I like to say five minutes later, I see her. And then a couple minutes later, she comes in right in front of me. And it was a, just a monster doe. And I thought, man, if that's the same doe that he's been with in them cameras, you know, I'm in, <laughs> it's fixing to be good. <laughs> so, so she gets in there and... I could still hear him. I just couldn't see him. It was really fresh. I'm in a basically a cedar thicket. Had some had some soybean fields around me, but just a really, really big thicket out there. And I like a when I finally got to see Kansas. the deer, <laughs> when I finally got to see the deer, he had his head straight up, just thrashing the trees with his horns. I mean, mm. it was just awesome. And matter of fact, that very last game camera picture we got was him doing that. It was pretty cool. But anyway, he he just took a sweet time, and my heart's just about to beat out of my chest, you know? <laughs> I bet. Uh, no. There's only one deer in there that looks like that. So, he uh, took a sweet time, and he finally gets in there, and she was, she wanted him with him, which is kind of odd that early. I mean, I, I thought it was. I mean, that's, that's, pretty that's early. early to be paired up. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. And, uh. She, she really did. She wanted him with him, but not not just really close. And and uh, anyway, so <laughs> she, like a that, woman. she sounds familiar <laughs> for most yeah, men. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you have to edit that so, out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. Uh, we speak the truth around here, Cody. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so when he gets when he gets up there close to her, she she steps out and she. She gets a little bit too far, and I was thinking, "Oh crap!" You know, this—he's gonna—he's gonna run her out, and he's never gonna even give me a shot. But luckily, he came in there. I only had one shooting lane, and uh, which is not good advice for bow hunting. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he had no intentions of, of eating corn or anything. He—he he was just, you know, trying to catch up with her. Yeah. And she and he came pretty pretty fast across that lane I had and. I had to grunt aim to stop him, and of course, the whole time I was just praying to keep my composure. You know, I, <laughs> I only looked one time at his horns. I, I knew it was that deer. Yeah. Anyway, so he gets in there, and I just, I just smoke him. I couldn't put a better shot on him. And uh, dude, what was so, what was so incredible about this hunt was just the way, the way he ran off and the way he died was just amazing. It's just like an old gladiator going down i mean you see he never it all really ran. yeah i mean I, I watched him he didn't get out of the he didn't run 30 yards and he was i watched him fall and and that's the thing he never he never really fell over he never kicked he just went over there he walked he, he walked right underneath my tree and he went over there and he just he's kind of laid down like he just hmm. you know just his time I don't, it was it was amazing you know what else would be amazing is if it would have been on film, we could have all saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to black overall. Uh, I'm sure you'll get flack for a long time. <laughs> so the reason this is funny is because a while back, Andy calls me to start talking about possibly doing a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so first year, first time out of the season, you go kill a 200 off film. That's an awesome way to start. <laughs> you got some good blogs about that yeah. <laughs> no that's incredible yeah. man it's uh, well, I appreciate it and, you know we, we we talked about it my brother and I that the morning before I got up I was like dude 
if there's any way you think you can get in that tree with me, I was like, you know, we need a camera on the steer because we both thought he was going to come in that morning. It was just the conditions were perfect. Yeah. But I don't know. We put that tree stand up two years ago, and we had no idea we were going to be trying, trying to film at that point. Right. Yeah. So, well, it's it's tough, man. That's that's the biggest challenge is. with what you what you're trying to do is guys can only get off so long and and flip flop, and it's tough to do. I mean, it's a here's your question, Heath. What's that? Since you do film everything, yeah. What if you couldn't get that deer? Because he just said he had a small shooting lane. What if it didn't stop and the cameraman? Oh, uh, we'd have been shooting. Okay, just yeah. making sure. Yeah, TV would have went out the window on that deal. I just want to make sure. <laughs> We've got all the B-roll. I'll tell you, we wouldn't have shot it because that's what we're supposed to say. But because the last time I ever hunted with a camera, when the cameraman says, whoa, 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 I ain't on him, and the deer stepped off, I was like, too bad. That won't happen. No, because I was on a place I couldn't shoot unless it was on film. I got you. I'm like, that'll never happen again, and it ain't. I ain't never hunted on film again. You were done, huh? Done. That's Screw it. funny. No, man, we were just sitting here talking, and we just thought we'd, I said, I wonder if we can just get the story from Andy, because I knew it was probably good. You got a lot of history on that place you hunt, too, don't you? Well, this is our 19th year to go up there, so oh. This this farm, uh, we've only hunted for two years. We've we've got one farmer up there that he's awesome. He he has got, he has given us like I don't know six or seven farms. Wow! Just in the last few years, but uh, yeah, we just got lucky. I mean, we we had no idea that kind of deer was on that farm two years ago. Yeah, but. that is awesome, man. Well, congratulations, buddy. We just wanted to kind of hear. Man, I appreciate it. Talk to somebody that laid hands on a dead two hundred. It's uh, <laughs> well, there ain't. No, I don't know a whole lot of people that have. There's a few, but well, I never. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, guys, and thanks for having me on. I never, never dreamed it was gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll holler at you I, later, I mean, buddy. I, we we just wanted I, to touch I, base. I'm like, I'm like y'all. I grew up in the hills of Arkansas. I, you know, 120th deer was Shoot, yeah. pretty good deer. You know? Dang right. It's starting to sound pretty good this year, to be honest with you. I, I already said the first thing walks out in front of me. I want to kill it. He might be 37 inches. That's funny. Well, cool. Well, bud, we won't keep you no yeah, longer. I appreciate it. Hey, I'll holler at you later, Andy. See ya. All right, buddy. See ya. Oh, what a cool story, man. Absolutely. It's even funnier that he wants to get in the filming business and he smokes the biggest deer oh, of his yeah, life yeah. without a camera. <laughs> well, yeah. he's he's toyed around with it in, in uh, 10 years or so ago. And uh, so that's kind of how I've known Andy for a little while. And uh, it is kind of hilarious that it came about that way, though. <laughs> First uh, deer, 200. They've got a crew, uh, Hardwood South, that's trying to get going and mm-hmm. doing some cool stuff. They've yeah. got, got a good team. and But for that to happen... Where, did he say, where is he awesome. from? I think they're from the Jonesboro area. Really? That part of Arkansas. I got you. Yeah, so he's so. not far from me then. Yeah. That's funny, though. You know, when my daughter shot that big deer, first thing Josh asked, please tell me you got that on film. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you knew better to ask that question. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even film it with my phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just put it down. Yeah. Well, that's all. Even with us over the years, that's usually the first question that comes next is how's the footage yeah yeah you know yeah and with some of our guys it is the first question is did you get it on film yeah, yeah. no kidding like if it's it B, has if been it's, in if the it's past. B or somebody filming i don't ask that question I just yeah. ask how the, how's the footage you know yeah usually I've, i filmed one episode in my life and it was only because i forgot i think somebody got sick and i actually was filming kenneth yeah. And it was going to be on Bone Collector. I ain't ever run no dang cameras. It ain't that hard to run a camera. You just put it on auto. But <laughs> and, uh, First I'm, rule of thumb if you're going to get into filming is don't run it on auto. Yeah. Hey, it's what happens when this is all you know how to do. So. <laughs> but I, I'll never forget. I mean, you know, because we was hunting Texas and we was trying to get on this deer. And uh, so we come around was running down a deal and I was trying to get set up and I don't even remember if it, because Kenneth's like, did you get that? I'm like, crap, did I even hit record? Yeah. <laughs> but thank God I hit record a long time ago because I was like, <laughs> I want to make. 40 minutes uh, of footage. It was like 27 minutes of just walking camera. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't care. I got to, I got it. But I was sick to my stomach when he asked me that. I was like, uh. You don't think about it in the heat of the moment. Oh, no. Uh-uh. And it's going down. But. <laughs> Speaking of autofocus, Brandon's had some good November moments and. 
Matt Honey Bun Covington. Yeah, very who, first deer hunt to film. First hunt he's filmed with Two SB. Two years ago. Two years ago, he goes out and Zeus pops out. Yeah. And he's running Brandon full can auto. Brandon can tell <laughs> the story, but he's on full auto. And he's I mean, he didn't know th- anything else. And he's filming through a window in that tree. Still got some leaves on it. And it's jumping back and forth. No. No. Somehow it, it stayed on the deer. But yep. wasn't it right after the shot it jumped I to shot the, the deer, and it just right after I shot it, it blurred out of the, the deer. And focused on that leaf, didn't it? <laughs> yep. Sure did. He was so, I mean, Holy it's a See, that was good cinematic stuff there. Yeah, it made it look like you meant to do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, did, yeah, but it was rack, all accident. Rack, <laughs> rack focus on yeah. purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that I, deer, man, tell us that story, B. A lot of people hadn't heard that story of Zeus. Yeah, I mean, that's a deer. Um, you know, I killed a, a a really good deer the year before on that farm out of that same tree, but it was pretty much two totally opposite scenarios. I mean, that deer the year before was uh, it was early in the year. You know, it was the first part of October, and that deer was on a food source there. I mean, we were putting out BB squared right there, and and he was regular on it. You know, and I was getting good daylight pictures of that deer, whereas this deer I. He this deer finally showed up on the property, probably somewhere around the end of September on a BB squared pile yeah. in front of a camera, but he was not regular at all. And and that first picture I got of him was just kind of in that right at dark, you know, when your camera just turns over to nighttime mode, you yeah. know, but it's still light outside. And I would get a picture of him every couple weeks maybe and it was always in the middle of the night after that um and it rocked on there all the way through uh all the way through october and i i kind of got quit getting some pictures of him you know um every now and then he'd pop up in the middle of the night somewhere and then it got to be really random on where so he was pretty hard there wasn't i didn't have anything to go off of as far as where i needed to be hunting so i just hunted the farm like i normally would based off the wind pretty much um you and i hunted out there a few times early and or later on in october that year and uh i had to be gone like the first three or four days in november there to a convention in texas that year and when I got back, the day I got back, I went out there and pulled some cards on some cameras, and I had a daylight picture of him at 8 o'clock in the morning on November the 8th, walking across a food plot. Yeah. And I called him. That was on a Wednesday afternoon. Called off, called in, took off Thursday, Friday, because gun season opened on the 10th on Saturday. You wanted to get it in before that. And I knew he was up and moving, and probably without a doe or between does or something and uh, I didn't have the wind to hunt him where I had the picture of him, but I had had a couple other pictures of him the week before before daylight in a food plot up on top of the hill. And so I did have a wind to hunt that, and that's where Matt and I went that morning in November the 9th. And we hunted that morning and saw several deer, and it was uh, – I was actually turning around looking at him kind of talking about – what time we might be going to get down and it was like 10 o'clock or something like that and i saw his eyes get big and i immediately (laughs) knew something was he said big buck and when i turned around all i could see was those big white horns i mean he was just he had that head on the ground grunting grunting every step just Mm. cruising and walking looking for does yeah and he came right down the edge of that food plot and most of those deer when they come in he's coming straight on to us basically and that food plot's long and it runs away from us um he they usually kind of hook around the end of it right there in front of you whenever they do that but he did so i he came up and he was coming to that point there at the end of the food plot and i drew thinking he was going to come to my left walk across in front of me from right to left and uh he didn't do that. He just kept going and went around to my right, which was something no other deer had ever done that I'd ever seen do hunting out of that tree. Well, I had a limb there. So I'm at full draw. He's headed around the other side of the tree for me. I have to come back out, come down out of full draw, mm. go over a limb, and then come back to full draw. And just about the time I hit full draw, he hit the only opening that I had left to shoot him in before he got downwind of us. Yeah. Mm. And I grunted and stopped him, settled in, 
squeezed it off and then smoked him. He jumped and hit the fence and ran out in the pasture and died out That's in wild. front of us. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, I'm thinking back to the biggest deer I ever killed. I had to draw twice. And mm-hmm. I thought I'd jacked up the really? whole. Yep. I thought I'd jacked up the whole hunt, but it it worked <laughs> mm-hmm. out. So the funny, another funny element about that deer is the property that we have access to out there is I don't know how many acres it is, several hundred acres. But our church has a huge fall fest event like every, the weekend every year, the weekend before. That. that deer got yeah. killed and there's yeah. literally at that event there's probably 700 people out there three <laughs> yeah. different like we just talked to the landowner a while ago and they burned. i think it had been like that year it was a little bit earlier was like it had it, been like two weeks since they had had that yeah um event there but i mean but it's still I, in your mind as a bow hunter you're thinking this place is screwed oh yeah because uh, absolutely they, 700 people four ricks of wood got burned uh-huh. across three or four bonfires <laughs> four ricks in one night <laughs> yep. music's going they're having chili yeah. cook-offs oh yeah and it's literally how far from your stand he don't <laughs> 200 want to tell yards. 200 yards <laughs> yeah from the stand yeah so it makes the story even better that that so that just goes to show when it's when it's november man but i mean the deer the way the deer came at the deer walked like where that event where that's i mean that deer was walking that fence line yeah right behind basically right behind where all that is you know on the top of that ridge right there yeah (laughs) but i mean he was an awesome deer you know in the 150s and that that. i was looking at if you haven't seen that deer you can go back through some older posts and it's on the Big and J page, probably on Brandon's page too. Just tons of character. And <laughs> He's like wide. got old oaks. How? What was that uh, spread on that deer? Uh, it was like right at twenty and some change, something like that. Inside. He's a great. He was deer. wide. Just a really, really unique. Got a drop time on him too, didn't he? Little one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had had another big old corkscrew time that came out of his base that was broke oh, yeah, I off. See it. I'm looking at it right now. Well, there was one that was broke off. You can see where it's broke. Corkscrewed down in a lot of the trail cam pictures that I had of him. So the deer you killed the year before that, mm-hmm. we called Hurricane, had a really unique rack too. Mm-hmm. You think they're the same genetic, same gene pool? Got to be some because they probably they're both freaky. Not your, mm-hmm. just your normal looking Arkansas whitetail for sure. Yeah, I think there's something in some of the genetics out there that's causing a little bit of that kickers and drops and stuff. Not any giant drops, it's but all you that know, baby square you feeding. <laughs> you think that's what it is? <laughs> well, he's fed a lot of it out there. There has yeah. been a bunch of it fed out there, and uh, it's paid off. Yeah, you've been doing all that prototype stuff, so we 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 screwed your deer up out there. Yeah, <laughs> no. no, we don't need we don't need to talk about this year out there. Cause, well, uh, you've killed off the gene pool. It's looking pretty bleak right now. <laughs> yeah, but just like our, our conversation is, that's just because you're basing it off what you got on camera. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, at the moment, at the moment, at the moment, I. And, and that's kind of how I like to use trail cameras is just to kind of give me an idea of what's on the property. I mean, I've been running cameras out there since August pretty much, mm-hmm. and I've got the same five deer, you know, pictures it, of them, you know. It, it I just is don't crazy have how any that picture. I don't even have one picture of a good deer. You it, know? it is crazy how it happens. Our family ground, you know, we started this crazy feeding and – pretty stick strict on our ground five years ago and like two years in we had these two giant deer you know mm-hmm. we know they were, they were old deer they just showed up and we killed one of them and it's just like all of a sudden where, where are these big deer you know mm-hmm. uh, you know I, it's just crazy where they go i mean they're around there's some good deer around there there's no i, I have no doubt i mean it's just you know you don't you know, you only control what's on your property there. There may be a food source or something that's happened that, that you know, a piece of a ground that's been cut or cover made different, you know, that's better suits them at the time, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, we're we're going that. into November, though. Stuff's all fixing to change. Yeah, everything changed. I mean, they're going to be roaming and looking, and, and you'll have bucks show up that you've never seen before. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is every property is a little different, but – the one consistent is November. You never all, know. You never all know. bets are the big, off. The big deer I killed that right there that we're looking at, he he was. We never had a picture of that deer in Kansas. Yeah, course, that's a travel corridor where we hunted there, and yep. lot, held lots of does year round. Not mm. tons of bucks. But, I mean, and that's one November thing comes, I do have right now out there is I've got a lot of does out there. Yeah, you know. So if you could only pick, let's all go through this, guys. Mm. If you could only pick five days of the entire year to hunt. 
what days would it be? I would say for me it would be the five days before rifle season opens in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean that. Yeah, if you're both only five, can that's we have all, that's all you get? Five? We can't have like eight. No. If you have a week to hunt, my week for me is the week between because you know in Arkansas you got what two weekends, three weekends, and it's muzzleloader, right? Mm-hmm. And you get two weekends of muzzleloader, and you go straight to you, straight to rifle. Mm-hmm. For me, it's always been I've always that last week in a muzzleloader week before the youth rifle season is when I've always had my best success. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with the 5th and through the 10th. I was going to say 7th through the 12th or something. If I could have seven days, it would be the 14th. Some yeah. people like them later teens at Hunt Kansas, though, you know. Yeah, up there. And if you were asking me up there, then I'm probably going to be like the 17th through the – See, I was, I was really basing mine off of Kansas because I yeah. always wanted to go early. I couldn't stand it. And y'all always, you and Charlie and everybody always liked them teens. Mm-hmm. But I have, yeah. have so many memories from the 7th through those days yeah. of just. Well, and I, I mean, if you're hunting here, I got to pick the, the 5th through the 10th because, I mean, the two biggest bucks I've ever killed in Arkansas were both on November yeah. the 9th. So, and you're trying to get there before rifle season starts, too. Yeah, rifle season. Because once that, be it changes everything once Yeah, that. rifle season is going to open the 10th or 11th usually pretty mm-hmm. much every year. you killed – the big buck you killed before we even started filming years ago – November was right. Hollow Bend. Yeah, I killed He's him. He's 181 inches. Mm-hmm. And it was the same in November as well, wasn't it? November the 9th. Yeah, the 9th. Yeah. So – Killed him at 6.30 in the morning on November the 9th. Yeah. Opening – that was opening day of gun season – for Arkansas, but I was in the refuge, which is bow hunting only. Right. That morning. Mm, I like November. Mm. It's the best month of the year. It is good. <laughs> Lots of good things a, happening. Well, we were eating breakfast this morning, and we were got talking about Thanksgiving. Got all that food. We were talking about Halloween. Deer and, hunt, and duck uh, season comes open. We literally were talking about, and you know, the next next few weeks, you're, we're fixing to start seeing social media blow up with deer and big deer it's the harvest season and, man. It, and it wasn't no longer than yeah. we'd said that and i get a text from from nate our buddy and one of his buddies had just killed one on camera he sent a picture and i mean it's, it's that time. oh it's fixing to blow up the next yeah. the next is yeah the one thing i like about november it ain't got nothing to do with hunting for me <laughs> i know where you's gonna go is it's the quietest two weeks of the of the year for me everybody's everybody's hunting. everybody's hunting. nobody's bothering me oh i thought you was gonna say you was fixing to be on the lake no, I hunt this time of year, but I take my daughter. You yeah, know? I would like I said we were going to hunt Saturday, um, but it was a monsoon. Yeah. I ain't hunting in the rain. I'm past that. <laughs> you crap. passed all that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I went a few years ago. I don't. know, It might have been ten. This was back. I had a big deer, and I was trying to get on him because I share at least with uh, eight guys. And uh, I said it was the first year Arkansas opened up before October one. For both in our, I'm like, oh, I'm right, gonna, I, I'm gonna go sit on this stand, yeah, hell or high water. That first well, year, come high water, you know. <laughs> he said, Nip. And I had my Helly Hansen rain suit on, and I, got, I was like, What am I doing? I was up in this tree stand, and I, when I mean raining, I'm talking raining. I'm like, There ain't a deer, but I said I was gonna do it, and I sat in that stand. <laughs> And sat in that stand. I finally, I had a good, I had a good tree. I just leaned up. I went to sleep, you know, because I was dry. Because I had a good rain suit on. <laughs> I know, woke up. And I was like, I'm done. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to the house. Yeah. <laughs> it, I was like, never again. I won't hunt in rain yeah, ever again like that. See, I like like this time of year, late October, early November. Leaves are changing. I love. Obviously, today while we're recording, it's just turned cold all of a sudden. Yeah, it's cold today. But I yeah. love it when there's that just that barely that mist going on. It oh just, yeah, a little fog. It just feels yeah. bucky out mm-hmm. there when it's like that, kind of overcast. It kind of gets me gets me fired up, and I probably don't need to be hunting because we got stuff to do. But it sure makes you want to be out there. You, you know, know it, it's hard to hunt in October for me because it's so hot. Yeah, and you're mm-hmm. dealing with like. Now, you know, you can go out there. You ain't going to deal with ticks now because they're going to get a good freeze this weekend. And I mean. This one wasn't too bad. I mean, that first week of October was pretty warm. But we got that cold front the end of that first week of October, and it's been, it's not been that bad since. No, it's been actually. It was those first few days we was in Texas. Oh, when we were in Texas. Degrees. I could have told you all about Texas. Not, the first cool days when you killed that deer, though, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That I went evening. to South Texas a few years ago. Me and Jeremy. It was like 
Josh Kinder's idea. Just <laughs> throwing that out there. Before he worked for us. And uh, I don't know, it was like the third day of bow season, and we were in South Texas, and it was like 99 degrees, and we're in a blind. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah. I went in shorts. I would have wore flip-flops if I wouldn't have stepped on a cactus or something. Rattlesnake. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> now they drive you to the blind in, in Texas. In Texas. But I was just like, holy crap, why are we doing this? I mean, yeah, it was hot when we were down there that yeah. week. You shoot when you got to immediately get down. Oh, we yeah. left, I think we left that weekend, like, and it was like for the next, at, like the next three days after we left, the highs were like in the 50s. <laughs> yeah. Literally, because I was down yeah. there too. I come a little later than y'all, but when I left, it was hot, 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 hot. And the day I left, it was misting. Is that weather I'm just talking 55 about? Fifty-five degrees. And, and a freaking misting. buck runs out in front of me while I'm pulling off the property. And I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" That's all right. That's, we're we'll, going back. We'll be back. Oh, I, th- I went Schwarzenegger on him. I'd be back. I told him, "Isn't that Schwarzenegger?" And he say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, funny. What was that in Terminator or something? Yeah, Terminator. Terminator. I'm gonna terminate a deer when I get back down there. <laughs> We're rolling out to Ohio here pretty quick, well, baby. We are. They're going to Shags, ain't you? Yep. Day after tomorrow. He's sending us some. I'm supposed to go with you. Yeah, we knew that. We knew. Hey, hey. Before. No, I was going. You know why I'm not going? I don't even want to hear it. Jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> I got Tell sl- them it's November. Hey, let me tell you something. I got selected for jury duty, and I, I, it's the first time in my life, and I thought, you know, you just got a couple weeks. No, I've been on call for jury duty since August. Like, I got a call in on Tuesday. I tried to get out of two of them now. And they won't. They're like, do you have records where, and they're like, I don't, and they're like, no. And I haven't, I haven't been called in yet, but I got a call in and you can't go to Ohio. Got a call in Monday. I feel like that's a business trip you can get out of. No, I had trip. to, I had Academy call up, change my meeting date to the following week. And I went to the courthouse and like, look, this was here. And they sit and they're like, we're sorry. Do you, you know. These dates were on the calendar. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And you have to call. It's kind of like calling in, checking the bear quota. It, it is. It is. <laughs> I have to call hunt. in on Monday. See night. if they need you. See if they need That's me. That's crazy. I got out of it one time. I did too. I must not be as good I, at selling myself. I just myself told them I had five now. children. Five <laughs> children. <laughs> they needed to be traveled around town. I had it one time, but I never called in. I don't think. Oh, I you got you, you can go to jail for that. You, you, you got a warrant out for bees. That's been like eight years ago. <laughs> well, they're coming now. Yeah, it's now on the podcast. <laughs> What's your address? <laughs> That's funny. They do. Nineteen oh or nine oh six Kings Court. <laughs> That's our old my old address. <laughs> How do you remember that? I don't know. It's stuck in my head though. <laughs> That's hilarious. So yeah, so jury duty. Uh, it's jacked up several things for me, but I have it. Well, I have it next, or yeah, next week, and then I have it. I have it two more, two weeks in November. Because I actually was going to take vacation, because like I was going with y'all, but I was like, screw it, it, it ain't need to work. I'm going. I wasn't going to let nobody film me. I was going to go kill something. <laughs> I wasn't going to tell Josh that, but <laughs> I was disappointed. You just later. go hunting. Yeah. I wish she was going. I do love to hunt. We're going to have a good time up there. Come hopefully. on. Load up. Well, I'd have to drive up on Monday night once they tell me and I'm not, you know, don't have to go put somebody to Come on. prison or jail. I don't know what I'd be. I'd probably get some custody yeah, case. Yeah, you'd get a big time case probably. <laughs> you'd be stuck there for about three weeks. I'd be with my luck. It is the best time of the year for sure. I love November, and wish everybody luck this year. I'm taking my daughter this weekend. Are you? You season. That's right. We'll be over in Batesville probably. Are you? Mm Mm-hmm. You going to hunt? I'm not. (laughs) Well, I meant meant your kids, though. I meant your kids. I'm trying not to get in trouble here. (laughs) I meant with your kids. (laughs) Yeah, well, we're planning on going over to Sydney. um, Oh, yeah? Over there by Batesville with the boys. good. Your whole family going? Um, everybody except for my daughter. She's got uh, something Saturday she can't go for. So all the boys though, we might ha- we might come home with six deer. There you go. We good. <laughs> What's some tips be before we shut this thing down? I'm sitting here thinking for November. For November, be in a freaking tree every chance you can. That's what I was going to say. There's nothing more 
important in the month of November than time in a tree. Does that mean we don't have to do any work? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> no, that we go. got we got packaging to build, Cody. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I mean, was, I was say, and all that. That's I mean, out the being a being a around those in a funnel, something like that, be there as many hours as you can be there. That's what I was going to say. You know, typically we'll sit mornings and evenings, what get out at nine or ten, but if you can stand it. Oh yeah! Day. This time of year, sit as long. I mean, as you this can. time of year, I don't like to get down till eleven, eleven thirty, maybe even noon. You yeah. know, jump out for an hour, hour and a half, and then right back up. You know, it's funny. The a one, lot of those big deer that tend to that's when I tend to noon yeah. period time period. A lot of times is really good this yeah. time of year. I'm not a big fan of all day sits, but if I was and like we've done them. Yeah, but, last year you guys did quite a few of them. But but if we're gonna do them, it's this time. It's mm-hmm. this time of year. A lot of times, our all day sits here at home will be based off of what we saw that morning. If we're hunting a small piece of property and we saw that a big a target buck in that piece of property that day earlier in the day or something, that it might be hard to get in or out of. We'll just stay we'll stay and i've got a spot that where we actually have killed all our good deer is the honestly i don't even have to get up early to go to it because all the movements between like mm-hmm. nine and two really? and all the the big deer and then my daughter shot one early a couple of years ago which was just but but most everything is when i go in there i'm there like i'll get down at three o'clock and everybody's like why are you get down at three i'm like because i ain't ever seen a deer between three in, in this area but but it's like you said the the one thing and that's what i get frustrated some of these guys who think there's god's gift to hunting and uh <laughs> i was waiting for it something <laughs> something no but you know i had a i had a guy once because you know like michael and all this who cares what you shoot we're all hunters yeah. if i want to go yeah. shoot a freaking three-point i can you know, but I had one guy say, well, you know, I kill big deer every year. Well, yeah, if I got to set the whole dang month of November, I kill a big deer every year, too. <laughs> but when I got three days, I don't, you know, I don't have the time. Yeah. But there's some guys, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to be picky if I know I got 10 or 15 days. To oh, set. yeah. Well, that's like Andy said, you know, they kill that big deer. And he said, man, we take off vacation time to be up here to do this for three or four or five days. Yep. And so you got to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. And if you get an opportunity, what's the old saying? Don't pass one you'd shoot on the last day. That's right. right. If you're in a short window, you know, that's a good theory to live by. Mm-hmm. you may not get another shot at him. Yeah, uh-huh. our goals are a lot different when you're going somewhere for four or five days and that's it. That's yeah. It. I mean, you're, you're, we, I'll, we'll hunt a lot more aggressive and longer sits, uh, bounce around more. I mean, we try and – you got to get it done yeah. in a shorter amount of time. You don't have the luxury of the whole rut or the whole yeah. season. You got Would be three nice. or four days. No, I mean, that's the deal. I, I, back when I had time and I hunted I, a lot, I, I always took a whole solid week. Back when didn't have a quota on bear because I loved trying to kill a bear. Yeah. I'd take a whole solid five days just trying to shoot a – of course, my problem is I'd end up shooting a deer coming in, but – but uh, <laughs> I did. I get impatient. I get tired of waiting. Yeah. Deer walk in, you be like, whack. Yeah. Got to get down now. How but, long ago was that when there wasn't a quota? Mm, I thought there'd been one for years and years. Uh, so we'll see. Because I shot my bear the last day of season, which is what, the 18th? or It's in the middle of November when the season. It was the last week. Well, bear season end normally ends. <clears throat> The weekend or the week of going into rifle season, I think's how it is, right? Well, it's all quota, but it back then, back it, wasn't. then it wasn't. Uh-huh. No quota, then. So you're talking about years ago, yeah, yeah, because I, I shot know. this in the last day, and then the very next year they switched to the quota. I got you. It's like I had one just a few years ago, big one, and I was so I mean, I was gonna kill this dude, <laughs> and the quota was filled before I even got in the woods. I was like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, so. I heard a, I heard a game warden. I was on the radio or a podcast the other day. I can't remember where I heard it, but there is talk about them trying to get that quota raised. They've got to. There's a ton of bear. So yeah, they're they're maintaining their goals pretty well from the way he talked. But it's it's he said it's getting where it's at least being brought to the table now to to raise that quota. Just the quota. Yep. I wish they would 
do September 15th. That'd opening. be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of hunters. I just don't understand. If you have a quota you're trying to shoot, what does it matter if you shoot that quota I totally agree. 15 days earlier or not? What yeah. I mean, what's what's the biological reason? 250 is 250. Exactly. Right. Or whatever the quota is. What does is. it matter if yeah. you shoot them in September or October? Yeah. What I mean, get because if you could get out there a handful of days before them acres hit the ground, that's the deal. Yeah, well, that's the easy. deal. And and because they disappear after that, <laughs> yeah, I don't give a crap what you got. Yeah, they'll come back. They will. But yeah. you're going to sit there about seven days and be there when they show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't know when they're going to come back. But they will. We don't have time to do that anymore. I know. I used to do it, and I'd yep. sit there about day four when you ain't seen nothing but a squirrel, and you're like, mm-hmm. God, I got so much to be doing. I'm out here <laughs> hunting this bear. I loved it, but. It's all worth it, but it might be five to seven days later mm-hmm. after the makers fall when they come back. Yep. That's what I told uh, Andy. He wants to kill a bear so bad. I said, if you want to kill one, you got you got to commit to it. You do. I mean, it ain't no just going out to your bow stand and think about shooting a doe. Yeah. <laughs> You're there. Mm-hmm. It's it's harder than to me. I think it's as well. It's, it's more work. Yeah, it's more work. I mean, it's like going and like – just time in a tree just like yeah. you go you're gonna to try to kill a big deer you better put some time in a tree yeah yep. i've had i've had guys want to come there like let me come down there and kill a bear and i'm like it don't, it don't work like nope. that Mm-mm. you <laughs> got two weeks before we got to start baiting or three whatever mm-hmm. you want to do and then be there checking it making sure your bait's good and then mm-hmm. you better be ready to sit for a while yep mm-hmm. and um it is tough it's fun though Oh yeah, it's fun. See, people think I don't don't hunt like that. We used the qu- to. The quota killed me. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, man, it is the best time of year. I love it's what it. What yeah. we wait for all year—the magical time of November. It's what all the work the rest of the year is put for. Yep. Uh, anything can happen in November. We ought to just be turn, we ought to turn off the podcast for November. <laughs> I don't know. We might get some good content in the next few weeks. We're not going to. I'm (laughs) kidding. But we might need to do one from a blind. We're barely going to get October out. That'd be kind of like watching TV, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. We're at the 212 podcast in a blind. Would that get old quick? It'd be kind of like watching outdoor TV, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'd suck suck after about five minutes. (laughs) My favorites when, and I'm guilty of it too, my favorites when we're still whispering after the deer's been shot. Yeah. I B, don't uh, B almost We're did not, that today in the well, car. We pulled onto that property, and he's like, "You did get quiet, <laughs> did I really? Yeah, there you used to live over there. I used to bed right in here. <laughs> you sure did. Damn, <laughs> in your blood." Matt Covington says, "I'm a noise freak. Like I, I'm anal. Oh, about you are. noise." Speaking you made us all spit our gum out of you, of course. <laughs> well, y'all were smacking in the microphone like a bunch of horses. <laughs> we were. It was bad. I think we were kind of doing that on purpose, though, after you I said I was after that. you said it. I cranked it up a notch when he said it. <laughs> Speaking it, of noise, one time I, I dropped a whole camera arm out of a tree hunting with B one time. He wasn't very he happy. Out. He looked up and was like, what the freak? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny is like, We've all had those deer just all over you, and I've made all sorts of noises just to see what they jump at. Uh-huh. I've even like shook up a coke and. I don't but, disagree with you about, but a you lot clang of deer, metal. But there, that when when you go to hunting that deer, that's the one. That, oh, yeah, that's but, not the same animal as all those other deer. That yeah, he ain't putting up he, with that. No, but he's not. He might not blow up, and run off, but he gonna skirt way over there and make a big loop around you where you never seen. What I always thought funny though, I mean, is but you clang metal. I don't care what was in that field. Oh, they're gone. They're like, whoops, gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you could talk, snap your fingers, mm-hmm. a little bit of click of some steel going. Oh, yeah. They, they're like, they know that sound. Let yeah. alone metal is no good. They yeah. don't like it. I've mm-hmm. actually tried. I was in Kansas hunting the edge of a field one time, and because Charlie or somebody told me the same thing. This was years ago. He's like, just don't clank metal. Anything else? He said he'd gotten a, a saw at one time and just started cutting. So I, th- I got it. I got my little hand saw out. I had a deer way down the and I just started sawing on a, on a limb. It wasn't a big buck, but I just wanted to see what he'd do. And that son of a gun ran all the way down there within about 30 yards. I mean, just looked around because he was curious. Yeah. And so, but yeah, big boys ain't playing that big game. Big boys like, yeah. uh, no. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm just going to walk this way, not that way. <laughs> That's how they got to be that way. Uh-huh. So Don't get in a hurry about nothing. No. They, they're, in a, they're, not, they're in a hurry to live longer. Exactly. So, well, 
I'm excited. It is that time of year. Good luck to everybody out there if you're going hunting. Tag us in some posts if you kill some big ones. We'll share it on the Mighty Tour 12 podcast social media pages. Or maybe. Share it on the gram. Share it on the Instagram. The Instagram. The Instagram. So, all right, fellas. What's been good? Y'all got anything else? Nope. I'm going to go get in tree. You going today? I'd like to. You'd it's like to. windy. You're going to blow out of it today. I got to see what's going on at the house. You should. I, I would recognize. I'd I recommend probably need to first. not and get my stuff together. Yeah, you better get packed. Yeah, we're fixing to be gone a week. <laughs> I know. So we're going got tomorrow, right? We're going to snuggle. I don't do as good at it last minute as he does. Yeah, I, we're leaving I Saturday. Need I need to get. My, I need to get my bow sided in Friday. Yeah, you got to come to the house and do that tomorrow. <laughs> you just put your new bow together yesterday. Well, I was. He's just got to get his sight tape. I got roped into that deal. He got you just brought here. We got some new bows coming that we got to get tested out. In live situation in We're Ohio, doing some, doing some testing and content creating for the future, new, new for ex, the future expedition twenty twenty bows. That one that Mark's got blurred out on everything <laughs> yeah. he's done. Yep, every week is that, is that the, I'm gonna call it the blur. That's the, the bow. Blur. I don't give a crap what Mark's calling it's the blur. <laughs> if we kill anything this week, we're gonna have it blurred out too. <laughs> the blur. I didn't get a blur, Mark. Well. <laughs> Mark probably ain't listening to the podcast. I know. I'll text him. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. See you, fellas. Till next time. Peace out. God bless. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Listen, if you're enjoying what you're hearing here on the podcast, do us a favor, a huge favor. Go online, go to iTunes, jump on your podcast app, and give us a review. This is why it's important. All throughout the year this year, we're going to be giving away products, hats, t-shirts, things from our sponsors. And the only way you can be registered to win those products is by going in and giving us a review. We'll be giving those out on a monthly basis, and we want you to be involved in what's going on with free stuff. We know everybody likes free stuff. I'll be honest, we enjoy free stuff, and we want to share part of that with our listeners. Listen, guys, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you listening to the content we're putting out. You're not only a part of the tour, you're a part of the family, and we're building a tribe that's willing to go where only few dream about, living our passion. I am Jay Heath Graham, and I thank you for being a part of the Tour 12 podcast.